Welcome to The Thought Card, a podcast about travel and money, where planning, saving, and creativity leads to affording travel, building wealth, and paying off debt. We are the Financially Savvy Travelers. Hey, Financially Savvy Travelers, and welcome back to another episode of The Thought Card Podcast. This episode is going to be a life update episode. It's been a minute since I shared with you all what is going on in my little life. So I just wanted to spill the beans. But if you follow me on Instagram, Twitter, or my email list, you have already officially heard the news. As you can see from the title of this episode, I am pregnant. I am expecting. And I wish Kyle could have joined me. I'm sure he would have so many things to say on the show. But unfortunately, he's at work right now and can't join me. But I'm really excited again to share with you publicly my life update. This is a huge, 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 huge life update. And we can't wait to welcome our baby into the world very soon. With that being said, the last update I actually shared on the podcast was back in episode 83, where I shared my heartwarming, wrenching story. I don't know which one. I kind of sounded a little sad in that episode, to be honest. I was, you know, it was, it was hard for me to like walk away from a career that you built with blood, sweat, and tears. So that was probably one of the most emotional episodes I had. If you haven't listened to that, go back to episode 83 to hear how I became an entrepreneur and how I quit my high-paying corporate gig to pursue creative entrepreneurship full-time, all right? Since then, since finding out that we're expecting, there has been a lot of planning in place. We've had to come together as a family to really put together what life is going to look like. Now, mind you, I knew I was expecting when I quit my job. So at one side, you are excited to like really go in and really go after, secure your bag and work really hard as a new entrepreneur. But the other token, here I am in my first trimester of pregnancy and I was struggling emotionally and physically struggling. So I was super lucky where I didn't have a lot of the common symptoms when it comes to pregnancy. But one of the biggest struggles that I had was exhaustion. I'm a lot better now, months later, but I still do struggle with extreme exhaustion. So around September and October time, I wanted to go full force on running my business and getting new clients and really building up my income streams. And at the same time, I am in bed for like hours and hours on end. And I started to really struggle with that, struggle with wanting to do more, but physically can't. And I'm so lucky to have encouraging family members and Kyle by my side to tell me like, listen, you are nurturing a human. You are carrying life and it takes energy to carry life. So by the time October came around, after two months of kind of struggling with this back and forth in my mind, I was able to be like, you know what? I have a routine. I will try to do my best, but if I need to take a nap, I take a nap. If I need to rest and put the phone down for a couple of hours and have no screen time, then that's okay too. So when you're a new entrepreneur and you are also expecting, there are definitely going to be some lifestyle changes that you'll have to make. And that was really difficult for me, but I'm really happy that I was able to acknowledge, okay, rest is rest. And when it's time to 
Work is time to work. Like today, actually, I didn't start working until 3 p.m. We were doing a couple of things, but I needed to take a break around noontime. And I didn't feel bad about it. And now it's evening time and I'm picking back up where I left off. So that has been a huge adjustment for me. At the same time, I also had no breaks when it comes to saving in my finances because as you can recall, leading up to going full time, I wanted to have a nice amount of savings so that I can rely on. You have a a nice, you know, super buffed up emergency fund. And part of this emergency fund was proving to myself that I can actually go full time. You know, like if I want to go full time, my business needs to actually create income for me to be able to do this. So being able to have a savings goal and meeting that savings goal and actually pushing past that was a huge, huge accomplishment for me. And I had no breaks. Pretty much I went from saving to go full time to saving for a baby fund. (laughs) This is what I call momentum. Sometimes when you are in the flow and you are so used to saving and putting things away, it's much more easier to transition to another goal or another big strenuous task than starting from scratch or starting at zero with no momentum. So that is another thing that I had to mentally shift gears in. So with that being said, new entrepreneurship life, I don't regret it. I love being an entrepreneur. I love not having to wake up to an alarm clock in the morning unless I have like a meeting or something pressing that I need to get to. So I really appreciate that. I appreciate being able to be with my family a lot more, being present with my amazing puppy, Jada. She's not a puppy, but she's a big girl. But just being more present in the household and having the creative energy to create content, travel, personal finance content, podcasting content, whatever that may be. However, again, when you're nurturing a human (laughs) and you're pregnant, there are some challenges when it comes to that. So that's a big life update that I wanted to share. But I also wanted to, I put together actually a very short and sweet maternity leave checklist. And I want to go over some of the key points on this checklist. So with being an entrepreneur, everything that I earn really depends on me and my creative energy, my talents, my skills. And with that being said, if I want to take time off so that I can take care of my child, I am going to have to save for it. I live in America and as an entrepreneur, there's no safety nets. So I have to build that safety net for myself. So I put together a maternity checklist specifically for those who are new or they're just entrepreneurs in general, because there's a lot of things to consider, okay? So the first thing in my maternity leave checklist, you know, it could be maternity or maternity leave, is to review your household budget. So one of the things that Kyle and I sat down and did is it was actually the new year, January, 2022. And we sat down and we said, you know what, how much household expenses do we have? For a long time, we've been operating as solos. Like you take care of your bills. I take care of my bills. But if we're going to take a maternity and paternity leave together and we're going to step away from your job, your nine to five, or step away from my business, we really need to have a healthy savings account. 
And for us to do that, we need to know how much we spend per month. So the first thing that we did was that we sat down and we went through a list of all of our household bills, his bills, my bills, it doesn't matter. So once we had a number in mind, we made a decision as to how long we wanted to take our leave. So we decided together that we wanted to take our full maternity and paternity leave, which will be a duration of about three months. All right. We wanted to be fully present for our first child. And we knew it's going to take some time and effort for us to build a savings to do that. But we're willing to put the effort in. So after putting together our household budget, we then decided, okay, ideally, the goal would be to take a three month leave. So we took our household budget times three, and that became our goal. That became our savings goal based on our true budget to date. Okay. So again, that formula is your household budget per month times the duration of your maternity or paternity leave. And that becomes your savings goal based on your budget again. So that amount came out and we were like, okay, great. So ideally, if we do not work at all, if we don't have any new income coming in for those three months, we need to have X amount of money to draw down for that period of time. And this exercise was great to do it together because we can both see how much money we spend as a family unit And for us to have a vision of like where we want to be by the time we are giving birth. So that has been the financial basis of our setting goals for our leave. Now, outside of that, then it became, okay, time to create the baby registry. So (laughs) that's something that I had to, I worked on exclusively for myself. Okay, Kyle did help me find a car seat But for the most part, I spent hours and hours upon hours of research to put together a baby registry. And what I found is that a lot of people would like to take a look at your baby registry early, early on. So folks are going to ask you early. So the earlier you can actually get this done, the more advantageous it is for you. Now, if you want to take a look at the baby registry that I've put together, definitely you could head over to the link in the show notes. Take a look at that. Here's what I like about looking at people's baby registries. Number one is that I found that they've done a lot of research for you. So if you take a look at my baby registry, I put in hours upon hours of research time to come up with the products and services that have good reviews, have been complimented by other people out there in the world. So it's a well-researched list. I feel like my baby registry is also minimalistic. Number one, I'm very minimalist when it comes to wardrobe and just housing furniture and all of that. But I also wanted to make sure that my registry has the essentials, the things that I absolutely need for at least the first couple months of life. Anything additional can wait for birthdays and other special occasions, holidays and things like that. I don't want to clutter my house, my mind, and honestly waste money 
on products and services that are not going to be beneficial. So with that being said, I had to put in a lot of upfront time to do research. And I found the easiest way to do research when it comes to baby products has been to go to YouTube. And I love videos that talk about the regrets. Here are the products I regretted buying for my baby, for my infant. Here's what you should not put on your baby registry. And I was like, yes, 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 yes. That's exactly what I wanted. I want to make sure that any gifts that we're able to get or any things that we buy personally are going to go to good use and not go to waste. So putting the time to do research, I believe, is part of being financially savvy. Really understanding what's valuable and what's wasteful is important. And, you know, in this context, in this show, we talk a lot about travel and personal finance, but it also applies to other parts of my life as well, because like I said, I don't want to be wasteful here with other folks' money when they're buying us gifts or with our funds as well. So I'd spent hours, endless hours. And I must say, it was actually quite fun to do. (laughs) In the beginning, I was dreading it. I was like, oh my God, I don't know what baby stroller to get. I don't know what baby boppy to get or whatever, but I actually enjoyed it. And I definitely feel like my YouTube algorithm has changed a lot and it's now all mommy focused. So yeah, so if you want to take a look at my baby registry, put a ton of research into it to really narrow down the essentials. You take a look at it there. And if you want to get us a gift, thank you in advance. We so, so, so appreciate it as well. So we'll make sure to put the link in the show notes. All right. So after creating our baby registry, we sat down as a family and thought about specifically Kyle, because Kyle's still in his nine to five job, his paternity leave. And our state our state of Connecticut has benefits that financially help you to go on leave. So if you live in a state that you have to actually apply for something like that, make sure you are applying for your leave benefits so that you can have some money coming in financially. Every state in the United States is different. So I don't know how that works for other states, but in for Connecticut, we were able to go into a government website and he applied for leave benefits and we are waiting for the results of that. So applying for benefits is important. All right, so after applying for benefits and now it's like go time. Now it's finding a photographer for a maternity leave shoot and also finding a baby shower location as well and deciding if you even want to have a baby shower. You know, there are a lot of people who decided to have Zoom baby showers because of all of the craziness happening in the world right now. So make a decision if you actually want to have one or not, and if you're going to have one in person or not. So if you are going to have one in person, making sure that you find a location or maybe even having it at your own home to save money if you would like or keep it small and intimate. So that has been something that we did. And I'm at the current state of actually planning for a baby shower. So with that being said, you know, sending out invitations and I already have registry, so that's really good. And picking out food menu and colors and balloons and and all of that for the festivities. All right. So 
in a nutshell, that is really the life update that I wanted to share with you all. Another big life update that I, it's more of a business update, to be honest, is I decided to reduce some of my income streams. So at one point last year, I had as many as 14 income streams active to a certain degree, which is quite a bit. And I decided that my word for 2022 would be simplicity. So I want more simplicity and ease in my life. And that meant reducing some income streams and really thinking about, well, how do I want to spend my time as an entrepreneur? One of the big resets that I've had as an expecting mom is, and an entrepreneur, and I would say a really like go-getter. I am very ambitious, but I've realized that as a expecting mom and also as a new mom and as a mom moving forward, I'll probably have to slow down a bit to be present for my kids and my family. And that's by choice, of course, but I really do want to be there for them. And the amount of time that I'm going to have in my day to get work stuff done will be different. I don't know what it's going to look like now, but I'm just preparing myself mentally to know that my work hours will be reduced. And with that being said, I may have to outsource and hire help or completely abandon certain parts of my business. And it's not to say that I'm not good at certain things. I think also what I struggle with sometimes is that you're good at so many things and you want to monetize all the things. And I've had to take a step back and be like, hey, yeah, you can monetize everything, but also understand that there's a like ramp up time, the energy that it takes for you to do all those things. So what I did in the beginning of the year was really break down that 14 income streams and I've deleted quite a bit. So I'm down to nine income streams. So digital products, my eBooks, e-courses, workshops. Don't forget my intro to travel hacking workshop, January 22nd. Things like that have become more important to me because I just definitely want to be able to continuously make great income in my business, but not necessarily have to be present for every single dollar I earn. So those have been the big aha moments for me. I can't wait to continue sharing with you all the updates and keeping track of things and observations and my thoughts on motherhood and family travel. So what does that mean for the thought card moving forward? Great question. Honestly, not much is going to change here. As I've said to you all in the past, the podcast is so important to me. It is one of the most important and one of my favorite ways to get content out into the world. So the podcast will continue on and primarily I'll be doing more solo episodes versus guest interviews like I've done in the past last year. So I can't wait to continue to connect with you all and continue sharing with you all my thoughts. However, I do want to say that I will be focusing more on family travel, which makes sense. Like when our little one gets here, I want to make sure to show them the world and to spend a lot of time with them. And I will definitely be doing more family travel-oriented content in addition to talking about personal finance, affordable travel, and all the things that we already talk about today and been talking about for the past couple of years. So the only addition is going to be talking more about family travel stuff, but I'm really looking forward to it. I'm really looking forward to deep diving into the world of family travel and to share my perspective and my thoughts because this is so new to me. 
I have very little experience <laughs> as an only child. So this is going to be an adventure, an adventure that I'm super thrilled and excited to be sharing with you all. I have been thinking about starting a mommy blog or mommy YouTube channel. <laughs> I have been thinking about it. I'm not going to lie. It's very tempting. I don't know. I just love to share things that I'm working on, things I'm learning. I understand how much research goes into certain things. And I've always been the kind of person that I have thoughts, right? That's what my whole brand is about, sharing my thoughts with the world. So it's not really surprising to think about that. Hey, I actually maybe want to start a mommy podcast, not maybe not podcast, but mommy blog or mommy YouTube channel. If I do, I'll keep you updated on that. But it's definitely something I am thinking about in the future. And I have been having a lot of fun, a lot of fun researching all the things that come with motherhood and raising little humans. All right. So I think that is enough for this episode. We are about the 25 minute mark. So thanks for tuning in to this episode. It was a quick, not so quick life update. Just wanted to share with you the things that are happening in my life. Some of the struggles that I've, you know, ran into over the past couple months and how I've been able to kind of accept them and to move past them. And also the things that I'm working on when it comes to wanting to take a three-month leave from my business and making sure that I'm financially prepared to do that. Not only me, but me and my spouse. So I hope you found this episode helpful. Don't forget, you'll find our maternity leave checklist in the show notes. You can go ahead and grab that. And I hope you find it really helpful. Check out our registry also as well. That's all for now. And I will see you in the next episode. I hope you enjoyed this episode, but don't forget there's way more where that came from. When you become a supporter of the show, you'll get bonus episodes, additional tips on affording travel, real-time updates, as well as strategies for building wealth and creating multiple income streams. Head over to thoughtcard.com forward slash join to support. Also, be sure to follow me on Instagram. I'm at the Danielle Desir. Slide in my DMs and share with me your thoughts about this episode. What did you enjoy? What stood out to you? Let me know. I'd absolutely love to connect with you outside of the podcast. See you in the next one.